been talking about our promise. And when we refer to our promise, we're talking about really God's heart and God's nature. You know, we, we talked about how God doesn't alter the things that gone, gone, has gone out of his mouth. We talked about how promises are relational. Uh, in Ezekiel 12, it says, Thus says the Lord God, none of my words will be delayed any longer. Whatever word I speak will be fulfilled completely, says the Lord. Meaning whatever he's spoken, he is going to fulfill it, right? And so we've been talking about our promise and uh, I want to get into this. I, I don't know all the direction we'll go this morning, but so just put your seatbelt on and hold on tight. <laughs> Hallelujah. And we've been dealing with this is uh, probably four weeks. And this is the fourth week on this particular uh, verse, these verses. So verse 22, it says, and the Lord spoke unto Moses saying, speak unto Aaron and unto his sons saying on this wise, you shall bless the children of Israel saying unto them. So understanding that the children of Israel for us represents you and I today. It represents God's people. So he's wanting the high priest to declare something over his people. And it wasn't just some cute words. It wasn't just say that this will make them feel good. This will, this will make them feel good about themselves and, and for a moment. But no, no, this was something that was beyond just a few good words. This was, this was the Lord speaking to them. Now, as I referred to last week, when we talk about the, when a Jewish person would see the word bless or God bless them, they understood that the blessing was everything to them. Actually, the blessing was everything to them. They counted on that blessing because they knew that that blessing represented not just, not just things they could do with their hands, but it was realizing that God was going to be with them. That's what the blessing meant. It wasn't just God's going to, God can do good things for me. No, it was really that God was with them. And because God was with them, then God could then do great things through them. So the blessing was everything. So, so for you and I, the blessing has to go beyond just us saying, God bless you when someone sneezes, or, or be blessed and highly favored brother and sister. It needs to go beyond that statement. We have to understand that as the, as people of God, we have been blessed. So I believe it's Psalms chapter three or Psalms chapter five. I believe it's Psalms five. It says that the blessing would be upon his people. That because of what Jesus did, the, the blessing that was on Abraham would come on the Gentile, right? So, so you have to understand we are, are blessed. I, I don't, I don't never have to pray. Lord bless me. If you pray that, please stop. Because why do you pray for something that has already been done? Oh Lord, just bless me in this. No, you're blessed. You're already blessed. And in understanding, it's not, it's not just a cute phrase we use, but it is everything to us. It is God's empowerment in our lives. So he said, the Lord bless thee. The Lord keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious towards you. And we referred to when God is face shines upon you, when he's in your life, you have to understand that now his ability is in your life. It's, it's fa his face shining upon me. And we talked about that, how that face meant his fullness, the wholeness of being. We also talked about that face being plural, meaning more than one, meaning no matter what direction I'm going, he's always in front of me and behind me and around me. Amen. His face, his presence. And because he's with me, I'm going to experience his grace his ability and his empowerment in my life. Amen. Then it says, lift up the light of your countenance upon them and give them peace. Meaning it's God's goodness in my life. It's his hand on my life. It's his, the light of his countenance. Now, one of the definitions in the Greek for this word Hebrew and countenance means his smile. Lift up the light of his countenance and give him peace. Meaning he's smiling on you. He's smiling on you. Hallelujah. You're his child. You're his son. You're his daughter. Amen. And then this last part, and then we'll get into this this morning. We'll see how far we get. Hallelujah. And they shall, they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. 
they, talking about the high priest, the high priest will then put my name on them. Put my name on them. And it really says this, they'll put my name on them and blessings will be in abundance. Meaning, when his name is on you, the blessing is on you. I will put my name. See, it's not just, it's not just, um, I'm a Christian. It's so much more than that. It's so much more than saying I'm religious. No. He, the high priest, put God's name on them. What does that mean? It represents ownership. It represents ownership. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Let me read this. I wrote this down. It says, this beautiful benediction which God gives the priest to bless the people teaches that we're blessed by knowing him. We're blessed because we now understand his character and we're trusting in his covenant promises and finding our deepest friendship with him as we walk in his ways. To invoke the name of God upon a people is to remind them of who he is, what he has done, and what he promises to do. Such an invocation of prayer reminds and teaches us that all the blessings in every form, come from him and him alone. I will place my name. He will put, he will place his name. This speaks of ownership, partnership, and covenant. Understanding without him, there is nothing else. The blessing is him. The high priest put, said they, the high priest will put my name on them and I will bless them. The name. So many things we could talk about, about the name this morning, be hard to accomplish in one, one service. The name. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 12. Isaiah chapter 12. Can you say this with me? He put his name on me. He put his name on me. Wow. I really want, I want us to really leave here this morning with an understanding of what that means. <laughs> he put his name on me. Amen. He called you his. Yes. Hallelujah. You know, if you made Jesus, you know, when I made Jesus the Lord of my life, as much as I love my, my heritage of my mom and my dad, I'm so grateful for my eternal heritage. I'm so grateful for my, my last name, Bridges. Proverbs talks about a good name is, rather, is, is better, than, better than silver. You know, a good name. I, I'm so grateful for a good name. But now think about the fact that as a believer, God put his name on you. Yeah. I'm grateful for my heritage. But all. Oh, and you may look at, you know what, you may have not had a good heritage. You may have come from a long line of, of failures, people that made mistakes, people that made wrong choices, wrong decisions. People maybe, maybe that uh, maybe, maybe brought shame to your life. But I'm telling you, 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 you are a child of God yes. and he put his name. You're a part of a whole new family. Yes. You know what? There's no general generational curses with this name. He, he put a name on you. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Isaiah chapter 12, verse two, it says, behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid for the Lord Jehovah 
is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. So this Lord Jehovah, the great I am, this name, is my strength and my song. He has also become my salvation, which I did a series a number of years ago on this and talked about my victory for about 12 weeks. But, but here that word salvation means my victory, meaning so because of Lord Jehovah, because of this name, he is my strength and my song and he has become my victory because of who he is. And then verse, uh, uh, verse three says, therefore with joy, shall you draw waters out of the wells of salvation? And in that day, shall you say, praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doing among the people and make mention that his name is exalted. That make mention that his name is exalted, meaning keep in remembrance. The word mention means to recall. It means to lift high. So here he's talking about call upon his name, make mention of his name, lift his name high. So I talk about this this morning that has put his name on you. Understand that his name is beyond any other name. His name is so much more than just a title we use. It's, it, it comes down to the fact that I am in his family. It is now I am an owner. I have partnership and ownership with God. Because he, he put his name on me. You see, there's something extraordinary about the children of Israel when God wanted, God wanted them to go into the promised land. And, and they saw themselves as grasshoppers. But yet the enemy feared the God of the Israelites. See, see, you can, you can operate in fear and you can walk in failure and, and, and see yourself as low and see yourself as less than, but understand your enemy knows the name of your God. So you may see yourself as less than or, or least important than, but understand your enemy is talking about you because he knows your God. They were talking about, they were talking about their God. They, the, 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 you know, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the one that parted the Red Seas, the one that had a, a, a cloud by day and a fire by night, the, that God, they, they were talking about that God, but yet the Israelites shrunk back because they forgot who was with them. They forgot who was in ownership of their lives and their purpose and their destiny. He put his name on you. Thank you, Father. Go to Psalms chapter 8. O Lord, our Lord, verse 1. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory on or above the heavens. Man, he he makes a connection between how amazing his name is with the glory that's above the heavens. Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. In all the earth. How excellent. The word excellent means majestic. It means glorious. It means impressive, famous, mighty, powerful. How mighty and powerful, majestic is your name in all the earth. Look at verse 9. O Lord, our Lord. See, now, now, now we see this in both these, these cases. He says, O Lord, personal, our Lord. See, this is someone that, that has taken initiative to understand that God put their name on them. Yes. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent, and the Amplified says, majestic and glorious is your name in all the earth. In all the earth. Yes. In all the earth. He's so much more than just a, just a phrase we say. So much more. He's so beyond. Uh, there, there's not one. There's not one word that can encapsulate any one aspect of God. That's why we have so many different names for him. We don't have different gods. We just have different names to try to describe who he is. Yeah. 
God is love. Right? Now, if I had took this glass and I took a hammer, well, let me say, this is glass, right? Now, we just said God is love, right? Now, I could, I could break this and I could smash this in pieces, but you know what? It's still going to be glass. And it's the same thing. God is love. So no matter what name I give him, it's really going to describe his love. So if I say Jehovah Rohi, then I would say, oh, that's the shepherd that loves me. If I say Jehovah Rapha, then that's the Lord, the one that loves me, that heals me. If I say El Elyon, I'll say the most high God. If I say El Shaddai, the many breasted one, the, 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 the God is the God that's more than enough. Then, then that's the God that provides for me. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that provides for me. So, so no matter what way and what name we may give him understanding, he's placed that on me. How excellent isn't his name in all the earth. Let's go to Psalm 72. Psalm 72. Verse 17, his name shall endure forever. His name shall continue as long as the sun. Amplified says, indeed, his name continues before the sun. And men shall be blessed and bless themselves by him. All nations shall call him blessed. His name shall endure. His name shall continue as long as the sun and men shall be blessed and bless themselves by him. By him what? The name. Verse 18. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Wow. Thank you, Father. Wondrous things. This is a year of abundant overflow. This is a year of firsts. Amen. This is your miracle after miracle, right? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. His name shall endure. His name shall endure. There's there's nothing that your God cannot do. There's nowhere that your God cannot go. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be his glorious name forever. And then it says, let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen. Amen. The prayers of David, the son of Jesse, are ended. <laughs> you know, some of the Psalms just end with amen. But it was kind of like, you know, this is kind of how I see this. This is Justice's interpretation. Blessed be his glorious name forever. Let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen. Drop the mic. You know, it's kind of, that's, that's, that's kind of like, you know, do I really need to say anything else? Is there anything else that really needs to be said after that? (laughs) Really think about blessed be his glorious name forever. Meaning his name is blessed. And if his name is on you, how much more are you blessed? Hallelujah. There's nothing that you cannot do without him. God is on the inside of you. He placed his name on you. You are his. You are a child of God. You're a child of the king. Hallelujah. His name is on you. And he says, bless his glorious name forever. The whole earth will be filled with his glory. See, we see a connection between his name and the glory of God. Blessed be his glorious name. Hallelujah. And so many scriptures. Um, I'm not going to go to all these, but just for reference, Proverbs 18, 10 says the name of the Lord is what? Shout it out. Amen. The name of the Lord is a strong tower and what the righteous run into it in our safe. So the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The name of the Lord is set up on high. The name of the Lord is inaccessible. And it says the righteous who the righteous, you and me and what, and the righteous run into it and are safe. 
Hallelujah. This is his name. And he placed his name on you, Vic. His name's on me. I'm in partnership with him. This was the blessing of the high priest over God's people. The Lord bless thee. The Lord keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious to thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they, the high priest, will put my name on them. And because my name on them, I will bless them. Hallelujah. See, the blessing can take you places that man can't take you. The blessing can do things in your life that no one else can do for you. The blessing is the power of God. The blessing is the glory of God. The blessing is the healing strength of God. The blessing is the very thing that encourages you and strengthens you. The blessing of God is the hope of God. The blessing. All because what? The blessing is him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Go to Luke chapter 13. Actually, thank you, Lord. Go to John chapter 5, and if you found Luke 13, you can hold your place there. John chapter 5. So putting your name on something, is this just an Old Testament understanding? Or is it something that we need to really have a revelation of for our personal lives? Let me look at what, let's look at what Jesus, I think... You know, the Bible, I love what Brother Copeland said. He says, red words win. You know, words of Jesus. You know, Jesus was a man just like you and I. Jesus didn't do the things that he did because he was Jesus. He did the things that he did because, because one, the fulfillment of the word of God. Yeah, he was the promised Messiah, but, but how could he do the things that he did? It was because, he says, because my father's with me. Right. And it's it's him that does the work. So in John chapter five, verse, um, I think it's. Hmm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Verse 43. I am come in my father's name. And you receive me not. If another should come in his own name, him you will receive. Now, this is Jesus talking here. He says, I am come, what? In my father's name. Meaning his father put his name on him. I'm come in my father's name. And Jesus says, if another shall come in his own name, him you'll receive. And this is a lot of the times how we can see our own lives, that we look to so many things as our answer. We look to so many things for our strength. We look to so many things. We look to relationships. We, we look to people. We can look to substances. We can look to our jobs. We can look to money. We can look to all sorts of things. And he says, if, if someone else comes in a different name, you're going to receive them, but you won't receive me. But yet I am come in my father's name, meaning, meaning, and see, the understanding is, is the people, the, the Pharisees, the different people listening to him knew all these Old Testament scriptures. They knew the fact that, that, that he put his name on the children of, of God and God would bless them. They knew that God's name would endure forever. They knew all these things, but they're saying, you're looking for all these other things to be your Lord. But yet God's the one that put his name on me. Let's go to um, John chapter 10. John chapter 10. Thank you for the word. You're worthy of it all. Can we just lift our hands for a moment and just thank him for his name? Oh, Father, we thank you for your name. We thank you for that name that's above every name. We thank you that at the name of Jesus, every knee would bow and tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Oh, we thank you for the name. We thank you that your name endures forever. Thank you for the name. Thank you for that. You put your name on us. Hallelujah. That every name that we see in scripture is on us, is made available to us. We thank you for it. 
In John chapter 10, verse, thank you, Father, 25, it says, Jesus answered them. Thank you, Lord. I told you, and you believe not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear, they bear witness of me. Now think about it. He says, I told you, and you wouldn't believe. He said, the works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. Meaning, remember, if his name's on me, then I will bless them. My name will be on them and I will bless them. What is Jesus saying here? He is saying, he's saying this. He says, thank you, Father. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. Meaning, the works that you see are the blessing on my life because of his name that's on me. Meaning, the works, my life is a testimony of the name being on me. Do you see that? So Jesus is saying, saying it, I did these things in the Father's name. And it's these miracles and signs and wonders that you're seeing that they're testifying of this. So Jesus is saying, you need to understand it's, it's about my Father. And the works that you're seeing, it's about the blessing of my Father. So I want us to see that we realize that when we understand he's put his name on me, that means that now my life should be a testimony for the world around me. Do you see that? Now let's go to Luke chapter 13. Holy Spirit, help me. Luke chapter 13. Thank you, Father. Verse 34. It says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who continue to kill the prophets and to stone those who are sent to you. Meaning, God's people, there's people being sent to you in my name, but you're, you're destroying them. You're not receiving it. How often have I desired and yearn to gather your children together around me as a hen gathers her young under her wings, but you would not. Behold, your house is forsaken, abandoned, and left you destitute of help. I mean, I love, love hearing the heart of Jesus because we're hearing the heart of the Father. He's saying, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, I've sent prophets to you to talk about the Messiah coming. I've, I've sent people to you to let you know about this one that's coming. I've sent, and, and my whole desire was just to gather you to myself. You're mine. You're mine. I, I want you to be mine, but, but, you, but you won't listen to me. You won't heed me. You won't. I, I love this because I, I, you, you we're hearing the heart of the Father in Jesus' tone. I, I just wanted you to be like my chicks that I could gather to you. And I want you to see that's all that God wants to do is he wants you with him. He wants to be yours. He wants ownership of you. He wants ownership of your time. He wants ownership of your finances. He, he longs to be with you. This is the heart of the father. And he says, behold, your house is forsaken. Meaning, meaning because, because you won't come near. Your house is forsaken. You're lost. You're missing out. Behold, your house is forsaken, abandoned, left destitute of God's help. And I tell you, you will not see me again until the time comes when you shall see you shall say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he that comes to me in the name of the Lord. Wow. Blessed is he that comes in the name. Wow. His name on your life carries a blessing with it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want you to see as we go to John 17. Lord, help me with this. As soon as you teach things and, and the Holy Spirit ministers to you 
and you pray things out and preparing for a service. And sometimes the Lord shows you things and you're like, Lord, I, I need, I need, because right now I'm not seeing clearly, I'm kind of seeing darkly, but, it, it, but I, I need clarity of this because I want to make sure I deliver this in the right way. Okay. So just be pulling on the word. All right. Just an impartation just to receive this because, because he said, my, I put my name on them and I will bless them. Now, Aaron was the high priest. Aaron was the high priest that was speaking this blessing over them. Now, in John chapter 17, Jesus is praying. But Jesus is, has become what? He's become what? Our high priest. Right? And I want, you, I want, I want to take us through some scriptures in John chapter 17. Because I believe it's similar to really the same blessing that's found in Numbers chapter six, and I don't have the time. I don't not have time to read all twenty six verses, but it's an amazing chapter. <clears throat> but let's think back to the the the, air, the blessing from Aaron: "The Lord bless thee, and the Lord keep thee." Hallelujah. Let's look at verse one of John seventeen. These words spoke Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son that thy son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. Let's go to verse uh, 11. Remember, the Lord bless thee and the Lord keep thee. I now am no more in the world but these are in the world, and I'm come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name. Remember, the Lord bless thee and the Lord keep thee. In this scripture, and now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I'm come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom you've given me, that they may be one as we are one. Let's look at verse 15. I pray not that you should take them out of the world, but that you would keep them from all evil. What is Jesus praying? He's praying, Lord, bless them. What is Jesus doing? Jesus said, glorify the son. So what is he, Jesus, what is he doing? He's blessing us. And what was one of the blessings that he would keep them? He said on two different occasions. Let's look at verse 17. Remember the next, next thing that in Aaron's blessing was, Make your face shine upon them and give them peace. Verse 17 says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I sent them into the world. And for their sake, I sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Hallelujah. Sanctified them. Sanctified them in the truth. Meaning what God did and, and what God did, the Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious towards thee. Meaning God, he's saying, he said, Father, your presence in their life is going to set them apart. Sanctify them. Bless them. Your face shine upon them and, and, and be gracious towards them. Meaning your involvement in their life is going to sanctify them. Meaning it's your work in their life that's going to cause them to be like no other person on the nation, on the face of the earth. Lift up your countenance upon me and give them peace. Verse 21 says, verse 20 says, neither pray I for these alone, but for all them which also believe on me through their word. Meaning he's not just praying for the disciples, but he's praying for you and I. Verse 21, that they may be one as thou father art in me and I in thee, that they also be one in us, that the world may believe that you have sent me. And the glory which you gave me, I've given them that they may be one as we are one. I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that you've sent me and has loved them as thou hast loved me. Father, I will that they also whom thou hast given me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me, for thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world hath not known thee, but I have known thee, and these have known, known that you sent me. And I have declared unto them thy name and will declare it. Amplified says, I have made your name known to them and revealed your character and your very self. And I will continue to make you known. 
Hallelujah. That the love which you have bestowed on upon me may be in them, that I myself may be in them. I, I hear, I, I see the same blessing of Jesus being our high priest, praying over us and, and talking about the same thing. Keep them, bless them, sanctify them, that they would be one, that that name, the name, the name that I made your name known to them. His name. Now let's go to John 20. John 20. Hallelujah. He put his name on me. Can you say that? He put his name on me. Verse 30. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, in that believing you might have life through his name. See, that you might have life through his name. In that believing you might have life through this name. Jesus saying, the reason I came, and this is back to John, the reason I came was to make your name known to them. Because really, the name is everything. Pastor Phil, the name, his name is everything. And it's more than just a name I say or shout. No, it is him. And he put that name on us as believers. That name. That name. He gave Jesus that name that's above every name. That every knee would bow and every tongue confess that what Jesus Christ is Lord. That name. That name. Acts chapter four, it was in the name and faith in the name that made that man strong. He said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. It was in the name that we see the power of God working in all 28 chapters of the book of Acts. We see when the name was being released, when the name was being said, when the name was being shouted, when the name was being declared, that things happened, that the blessing of God was moving and the blessing of God was working, but it wasn't using the name as abracadabra. Saying the name of Jesus is not some sort of uh, saying that I use and say, well, in the name of Jesus. It's not abracadabra. It's not some sort of magic trick. No, what I'm saying is saying, God, I'm releasing you in this situation. I'm releasing your power in this situation. Jesus said, whatever you pray in my name, my father will do it. Why? Because he put that name on us. Jesus said, Jesus turned and said, and go in that name. As my father sent me, so I now send you. Go in that name. Go to 2 Thessalonians. He put his name on me. See, this is a promise. He put his name on me. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how generations live before you. You can live like your heavenly father. doesn't matter what, what, what. Uh, hmm. Thank you, father. Hallelujah. Like I said, I, I, I love my, my lineage. I love my heritage. But something I, I declare is no, no, <laughs> no bridges is going to live like this bridges. No bridges is going, is going to live like this bridges. And I'm not saying that in a prideful way. I'm just saying because God in my life. You need to make that decision that, 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 that wherever you came from, it doesn't matter. That, that, that you're going to live different. You're going to break the mold in any other generation in life. Not, and it's not, about, it's not about your goodness or your greatness, but it's about his name on you. It's about his name on you. Mm. I got so much going on. I don't know if I can find Thessalonians right now. Let's see. (laughs) He put his name on me. He put his, look to your neighbor and say, he put his name on you. Mm. Hallelujah. Verse, verse 10. And this is really talking about his second coming. He says, When he shall come to be glorified in his saints 
and to be admired. This is verse 10 of chapter 1 of 2 Thessalonians. When he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all them that believe because of the testimony among you were believed in that day. Meaning there was some testimonies that were delivered in that day. And, and what does it say? They're going to be, it says they're going to be glorified in the saints and to be admired in all them that believed. Meaning that there, there's going to be something that happens that, that when Jesus returns, they're going to admire something. They're going to look at, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to be admired about something. They're going to, they're going to say, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh man, they look good. Oh man, they live good. Oh man. Something admired. Hmm. When he shall come to be glorified in his saints. So when Jesus comes to be glorified in the saints, and to be admired in all them that believed. Verse 11. Wherefore also we pray always for you that our God will count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power. Wow. So this is what he's going to see. He, he, he goes, wherefore we pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power. Meaning we're going to see his goodness and we're going to see his power. This is what he's going to return and he's going to see. It's not we're going to see his power when he returns. No, he's going to see the faith and power in manifestation. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Mm. You're worthy of this calling. You're worthy of this call. You are worthy of this calling. You're worthy of this calling. You're worthy of this calling. Say, I'm worthy of this calling. Hallelujah. And fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power. Now listen to this, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you. So all the faith and power, all the goodness all this, what is it, what is it? Because there's, there's a, I believe it's a colon or a semicolon. I'm, I'm not sure, but it says that the name, meaning all these things that you're going to see, all this is going to really come back to the fact that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you. Meaning everything that we see, the thing that is going to be admired, the power, the goodness, the fulfillment, the good pleasure of his will being fulfilled comes down to the fact that he, his name will be glorified in you. That his name would be glorified in you. That his name would be glorified in you. That his name would be glorified in you. That the name of his name would be glorified. His name would grow, grow, uh, uh, grow uh, majestically glorified, grow stronger, grow more brilliant, go more, grow more uh, stronger, more powerful. That that name would would have a uh, have some weight to it in your life. That the name would the name, thank you, Father, the name, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you. And you in him. Meaning his name's glorified in you and you're glorified in him. According to what? The grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. The Amplified says, thus May the name of our Lord Jesus Christ be glorified and become more glorious through and in you. More glory, that his name may be more glorious. More his name would be more, more glorious. Wow. Through you and in you, and may you also be glorified in him according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. That his name would be glorified in you. See, he put his, when you made Jesus the Lord of your life, he put his name on you. Hallelujah. Now, now it's time for that name to grow more glorious. It's now for that name. It's now for that name to be more than just a, a name that we call him. But, but it, it, it's his person. His person grows in your life. 
His nature grows in your life. His character grows in your life. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Father. We praise you, Lord. I was thinking about this name that he placed on us. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I mean, you, you talk about the name of the Father, then now you're talking about me. I, I think of the story, one of my favorite chapters in, in the Bible is in Acts chapter 11. And it's when the church was scattered. They were, they were scattered because of the stoning of Stephen. And they went to different places because everything was happening in, in, in Jerusalem at that time. And, and the half-brother of Jesus was the, was the pastor of the church. But, but what happened was because of the stoning, the church had to, had, to, had to multiply and increase beyond the borders of where it was. And, and they get word, uh, back to Jerusalem, they get word about this, this place. It was a couple cities, but they specifically get word about this church in Antioch. And they said, you know what? They said, we're hearing the same things that happened in Jerusalem. The same thing that happened on the day of Pentecost. You know what? We're hearing the same miracles, the same signs, the same wonders, the same everything. We're seeing the same thing. We're hearing about it happening in this place called Antioch. And they're Gentiles. And he says, and, and, and so, so the, the church of, of Jerusalem says, okay, Barnabas, I want you to go there. Go there and check it out to see what it's like. I, I don't know how it was that day when Barnabas walked in, but if he came in the back door or, or what it is, but he came in and, and he, he was taken back. He was taken back. He was like, wow. And he said, man, the same grace, the same ability, the same power. I see it happening here. And he stood up and he preached. And he stood up and he said, he goes, man, Church of Antioch, he goes, I, I, I applaud you. I, I, I think this is amazing. I think this is great because I'm seeing the same great, I'm seeing this grace. And he encourages them. He says, he goes, that you would stay, that you would keep this. Meaning, how are you going to keep this? How is this going to continue to go stronger and stronger and stronger? And he tells them this. He says that you would be devoted. That you would be devoted to the Lord. That the only way that you can lose and stop going forward in all that God has, if you lose the, your pursuit after God. And it says that it goes on. It says Barnabas was a man full of the Holy Spirit and full of faith. And it said him, he, he, he was so, he was so enamored with, with all that was happening that he went to Tarsus to find Saul. And he says, Saul, you got to see this church of Antioch. You got to see this church. So he brings them from Tarsus and him and Paul stay there for a year and preach every day for a year. And it said all the amazing things were happening. Now listen to this. And it says, and this is where they were first called Christians because now saying the name wasn't just a name. It was now they had become the name. See Christian Christ wasn't Jesus last name. So it wasn't just it wasn't just saying the name of Jesus, but what happened was in Antioch is now they had fully become that name. So much so that the people all around said, wow, they're like the name. They're like him. They're like him. They're like him. And I believe that's what Jesus is coming back for, that the name of the Lord Jesus Christ would be glorified in them. How will we glorify the name of Jesus when the world looks at us and then says, those are Christians, not because of our natural title, but because of his blessing on us. Father, we thank you that you put your name on us today. And I thank you that your name is like no other name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His name 
is on you this morning. Let that name be glorified in you. Hallelujah. That name's on you. Let that name open doors that no man can shut. Let that name. There's healing in that name. There's freedom in that name. There's strength in that name. There's power in the name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's breakthrough in the name. There's strength in the name. Everything you have need of is in that name. Everything you have need of is in the name. Hallelujah. Thank you for the name. The name. The name. Thank you, Father. Your name. Let your name be glorified in this church. Your name be glorified in me. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We praise you for the name. Hallelujah. Thank you for the name. 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 We thank you for the name. We praise you for the name. We praise you for your name. We praise you. We praise you and we thank you for your name. Hallelujah. That you have placed upon your people and you have blessed us. Hallelujah. The name is on me and has blessed me. Hallelujah. The name is on us. And I thank you. That name is healing now. That name is strengthening now. Hallelujah. Where something's broken, I declare it's being restored and made new. Hallelujah. Where there's hopelessness, I thank you. The name of Jesus has come in. Hallelujah. And hope arises in the name of Jesus. That the name would be glorified in us. Hallelujah. The name, the name, the name. Hallelujah. Thank you for the name. The name. I'm so grateful that we don't have to do it in our name. You said everything that Colossians, everything that we do, we should do in the name of the Lord. Everything that we do, we do it in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Everything we do, we do it in the name of the Lord. And as we do it in the name of the Lord, what we do will be blessed. Hallelujah. Lord, I refuse to do anything else in my own name any longer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hunger for you that we would be in all of your name because your name is you. You're omnipotent. Mm. Your name, your name, your name. Hallelujah. You receive this word today. We'll give him praise for his name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father.